John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. And this is the High Gain Podcast. Yes, it is the High Gain Podcast, where we talk about guitars. Hey, John, are we going to talk about guitars today? Oh, man, are we going to talk about guitars? That's fucking great. Hey, where are we recording from, John? We are in beautiful West Seattle, Washington, Ed. It was not a beautiful day today. Why not? I mean, it was just overcast and rainy. We had some sunny days, and then today was not one. Well, you didn't wet your pants, at least. Huh. Hey, Ed, yeah. yeah. What do you know about Ibanez? Next to nothing. I know that uh, Steve I plays one. Yeah, all the Weedly Weedlies we- play those. Weedly dudes. Yeah, Weedly dudes. Um, yeah, you know, all the Weedly dudes, they seem to have a really nice uh, bone structure. <laughs> Cheekbones? Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of, yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know if it's a prerequisite. I mean, I'm sure I could think of Weedly Dude. Zach Wilde. Did he have cheekbones? Maybe. Ah, but he played a Les Paul. Oh, maybe he right? did. He did. He played that Les Paul with the, with the like, target circle kind of thing. Oh, White yeah. and black, yeah. right? Yeah. Real, yeah. Real ostentatious. Maybe yeah. uh, to compensate for lack of cheekbones. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it could be. Maybe there's a reason he didn't play an Ibanez. That could very well be. Sure, sure. Why do you ask? Well, because they have a, a kind of a long and storied history, and uh, we've got one here today. Oh, uh, we do. We do. Uh, this guitar uh, you're looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at it is right an now. Ibanez artist. It is really pretty. Yeah, yeah. This is an AS100 in Cherry Sunburst. From the artist series, this one is 1982. You know what? You know what you do in I think every episode before this one is you say, "Do you know what guitar we're gonna do today?" And every time I say like, "Yes," because I'm looking at it. Yep. Today, I'm looking at that guitar, and I did not. I, I knew it was an Ibanez, but I didn't know like 
what it was. Yes. The one day I didn't know what the guitar well, was. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah. There's the obligatory A chord that I like to play. Sure. People I'll, love it when you do that. Yeah, I'll play it up high. Okay. Oh. Great. Yep. They only made the Ibanez artist, or this one, the AS100, from mm-hmm. 79 to 84. Okay. What year is that guy? This one is 1982. So this is a fine example. Okay. 82. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a quick rundown. Mm-hmm. The things that were interesting about this yeah. are the pickups. These are Super 58 humbucking pickups, and they are noted to be kind of smooth and warm sounding. Oh, they're buttery smooth, are those you gonna, guys. You can ask me how hot these things are? Uh, I wasn't going to, no. They're a 16 on the Richter scale. Is that true? That is true. Wow. Pretty hot output on these. Wow, that's crazy. So, uh, Fender Telecaster Deluxe Ten uh, Two, something like that. Yep. Standard yep. humbucker a nine. Yep. Uh, Fender single coils are lower than that. This thing's yep. like a sixteen. It is a sixteen. Yes. Hmm. Listen to this nice clean sound. <laughs> it's pretty nice, huh? Sure. So it's got the great humbuckers in it. It has speed knobs on it. Yeah, like like the rest of the guitar is all gold and fancy. Yes. And then those knobs are like not. There is a rubber band mm-hmm. around the knobs to make them easier to grip. Because when you're wheedling uh, around, oh yeah, and you're sweating up a storm, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't want to slip and hurt yourself. Nope. I was watching a video last night, maybe, of King Buzzo, the clown, <laughs> right? The guy from uh, the Melvins, right? Sure. Yeah, that guy. And he was talking about he's got a. Uh, Does he sweat got, a lot? Yeah. Yes. And he's got one of those electrical guitar company guitars. You know those? They're aluminum bodies that are sort of, they're not knockoffs, but they're like the... Uh, the like the Travis Beans? Yeah, the Travis Beans. Um, and he sweat, he sweated so much, uh, the, the, pickup, the pickup was like glued to the body. And he sweated so much, it just like dripped off his guitar. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So this thing, I should say, uh, uh, in general, plays exceedingly well. It's a set neck. It's not bolted on. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Why? Made in Japan. Why is that nice? More sustain. Mm-hmm. It is not bolted on. Okay. That's why they call it a set neck. Mm. Cannot be removed. No. Nope. No. Okay. So, Ibanez. Oh, yeah. What's up with those cats? I don't know. Uh, Buddy Ibanez, founded Buddy, by uh, Buddy Ibanez. Okay. <laughs> uh, in Ibanez, Japan, yes. Uh, oh. Uh, no. Whoa, what is this drink you gave me? Yeah, how's that for a beverage? <laughs> I don't know. That's some... It's some sparkling, oh, tropical pineapple. That's rough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1800s. Uh, the American instrument manufacturing military complex <laughs> yeah. was well underway. What well, we don't need to bring them in from Europe anymore. We make badass they're, guitars. They'll come to us. Yeah, we make guitars right here in the U.S. We don't need to import them. 
So the Europeans then have to make their own manufacturing factories. Wait, didn't they come from there? No, it was like small guilds and small craftsmen. Oh, guilds. Kind of, you know, old worldy. Boutique-y. Real yeah. boutique Bespoke. Yeah. I want me a bespoke guitar. Where do I go? Yeah. Some old world bullshit? No. Bavaria? I don't know where the hell you go. Okay. Uh, and so in Europe, all these places start popping up. So Ibanez is a Europe. Spain. Really? So Salvador That's Ibanez. Great. Yeah. Starts the Ibanez factory in Spain, uh, and it's the largest manufacturing facility in Spain at that point. That is crazy. I picture Ibanez from Japan. Do I picture that for a reason? Is you do re- picture it for a reason. So okay. early 1900s, Sal... Salvador. Yeah, he's got his factory, his Ibanez guitar factory. What's he doing today? He, oh, Sal is gone. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He he probably lived a long, full life, though. Uh, So that's great for Europe. He's making... That Sal uh, dies? No, that he's uh, got a big factory. Oh, yeah, that is But his sons take over, so even though Sal's dead, his sons are are carrying the flag for him. Okay. They're providing guitars throughout Europe. Mm -hmm. So all the people in Europe... They can have their guitars. But what about the Japanese? <laughs> where are they going to get their guitars? I don't know. Enter the Hoshino family, Ed. I like where this is going. Yeah, you know, I don't know. You, you know how much experience they have in guitar making? None? None. They own, they, they own <laughs> well, a, I got it. They own a bookstore. I can see how there's a lot of parallels. Bookstore slash guitar luthier. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the, the Hoshino family. The Hoshino bookstore dudes. Yeah, titans. Yeah, they're thinking, why don't we expand into musical instruments? <laughs> so they do that. Wait, this but, is 1920-something? Ni- 1920s, here it, or there. But do they have guitars? Nope. Right? They're doing foot-powered organs for the government. Uh, wait, that was their first foray into musical instruments? Uh-huh. Foot-powered organs. Yep. Okay. Like those cool, like you pump them and then the yeah. air. Like Ed, the, Ed is slapping his that's feet, my feet on the ground. Yeah, like one of those things? Yeah. one of Yeah. Okay. But it goes pretty well. Sure. So one of the sons thinks, uh-huh. we got books. Books are mm-hmm. cool, but music's pretty cool too. Why don't we make another company? So this is where all those Hoshino guitars come from you see everywhere. Yep. They're all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. We should cover the old Hoshino guitar. Yeah, the Hoshino brand. So one of the sons has a bright idea. Hey, Pops, Hoshino, why don't we start a music company? Let's do it. They're already making organs. Yeah, but he wants to do more. He wants to do lots of stuff. He he wants to do other instruments. He wants to do So Dad comes up with an idea, starts making organs. The kid comes up to him and says, I got a good idea. He wants to expand. He wants to... I don't know. I feel like... He he wants to make it even better. So they do that in 19... 1908. Okay. The Hoshino Musical Instrument Company is founded. You know what else was founded in 1908? What? The foundation of my house. Really? Yeah. My house was built in 1908. That's crazy. My house is old. Well, if you're from Spain, 1908, probably not a very old house. So the Hoshinos are starting up a company and some dude's just pouring concrete in your backyard. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think when when my house, the original foundation of it, it was not much more than a log cabin and it's been added to over the years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is fantastic. Yeah. And it also explains why your house is a dump. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Not like this. No. Not, not like this not like place. This palatial. Yeah, yeah. Built in 1927. Seven. Yep. 27. Yep. 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 
So they do it. So they have a musical instrument company, so they mm-hmm. need to start bringing in instruments. So they're not yet making all these things. Right. But they they want to have them available. Let's go for guitars. Where are we going to get guitars? Wait, get? Yeah, they're not making them yet, but they want to retail them in their new music store. So in 1929, oh, okay. they go to our man Sal, R.I.P. Right. They go to Sal's sons. Okay. Ibanez. And they're like, hey, uh, can we import your guitars to Japan? They'll sell like hotcakes. People love them. Of course they do. This is 1929. 1929. And they do that. And you know what's great about that? The Great Depression hits? That's a thing. But they are wildly successful. Oh. Why? I don't know. In 1929, also, Mm -hmm. Andre Segovia, the world's best classical guitarist ever. 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 Come on. He is considered... I've never heard of this fucking guy. Yeah, Andre Segovia. Spaniard. Never heard of him. He goes on his first world tour. Never heard of him. <laughs> of him. <laughs> so Andre Segovia goes to Japan on his first world tour. The Japanese, mm-hmm. they love the classical guitar. Okay. Which happens to be what the Hoshinos mm-hmm. are importing what? from our Mansell. Classical okay. guitars. Like uh, nylon string. Gut strings at that point. Nylon strings are not yet invented. Gut. Gut. <laughs> Uh, you want to hear some Andre Segovia? Uh, um, Here is what the Japanese uh, okay. fell for. I see you getting weepy over there. I don't even... Yeah, I mean, okay. All right. Are you crying? No, I mean the greatest of all time. Yes. That's what you get, the greatest of all time. Yep, that's what you get. I'm not sold. Well, so that happens. Mm -hmm. He comes there, he plays. The Japanese think, we must all now have guitars. But then the market crashes. Weird thing happens. What? In depressions. You mentioned this in one of the prior episodes. I did. People go see movies. Right. People want diversions. Uh Uh-huh. One of those diversions is music. Okay. So it doesn't hurt the guitar market at all. Okay. Uh, Sergio Leone, you know that guy? I do. Film composer? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That guy. Born in in 1929. He's still alive, I think. I'm not going to ring the bell for Sergio. Oh, he, no, don't do it. He don't might, do he it. He might still be here. Well, so this is all very popular. <laughs> <laughs> but they become a victim of their own success, Ed. Wait, who does? The Hoshinos. The guitars are so popular. selling guitars. Yeah, yeah, but they're so popular, uh-huh. they can't keep up. Supply is not meeting demand. Our man sells kids, can't make enough to send to Japan. Huh. What okay. Are, what are the Hoshinos going to do? In the 1930s, midst of this depression, yeah. I, I guess we got to bite the bullet. Let's find us some craftsmen. Let's start making our own. No shit. So they okay. decide we're going to make our own guitars. Under the Ibanez name? Mm, kind of. I think one of the great things about these conversations are sometimes I ask you questions because I legitimately just kind of like, oh, that's weird. And then you give me that panicked look. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, a fact. shit. I don't I have no idea. He's got yeah. his, Ed's got the imploring <laughs> eyes. He really wants a fact. I just yeah, like tell me tell me more about these uh Ibanez Hoshino Hoshino. Hoshino. Well right. I think they're importing them and then they strike a deal with Sal's Sal, kids. Stop doing that. To use the name. <laughs> okay. I don't want you to think that Sal's kids are fucking off back there in Spain like eating shellfish uh, or something. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> what the, would that be? On the, uh, on the 
Well, about then mm. in the 30s. What's happening in Spain in the 30s, Ed? Uh, it's a goddamn Spanish Civil War. Oh, okay. And even if Sal's boys could maneuver around that, sure. Uh, a fire destroys their factory. Oh, fuck. So, just so you know, they weren't just slacking off and then the Hoshinos had to figure something out. Extenuating circumstances. Yeah, it's a thing. Okay. Like they, the, the dog ate their homework. Right, a, right. They yeah. got some stuff going on over here. Okay. So, the Hoshinos, okay, let's do it. Let's start right. making guitars. So okay, they, so they, they build a factory. So, they build a factory. The war starts. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a bombing raid that targets Nagoya and wipes out the whole goddamn city. <laughs> It should be noted, even the fucking bookstore. Oh, no. <laughs> so now their factory's gone. They don't uh, even have a bookstore anymore. They, oh, my God. How does that oh happen? Oh, my God. They have to kind of like hobble through the war just doing what they can do. Right. And to add insult to that injury, <laughs> even if they could make guitars, they couldn't because guitars were not considered essential to the war effort in Japan. You know, to be fair guitars i don't know how much they would have helped but all the hoshino boys it's yeah kind of a big family okay they made it back from the war anyway oh all of them they all lived all of them yeah they're great like, they're like three or four of them or something and, <laughs> okay uh, they made they made it so okay what about sal's kids who it's kind of like we've just been calling them sal's kids and that is a little lost to the sands of time really or my own ineptitude yeah well so, something okay uh, well, so, you know, the Hoshino boys make it back and they kind of cobble back together the business. They build, okay. a, build a new kind of pseudo factory and try to get back up on their feet. They, this is 40, 45, 46, 47. Yeah. Uh -huh. what, what are we? Yeah. What are we uh, immediately so, post-war. And then uh, things really start ramping up because we get hey, into like. what was that? Was that an Ibanez nylon string guitar? At Frank's last weekend. At Thunder Road Guitars? Yeah. In West Seattle, Washington? Thunder Road in beautiful West Seattle, Washington. Th Thunderroadguitars.com? Yeah. Yeah. I think we, it was. I was playing that nylon string the other day, and I kind of really liked it, and I didn't buy it because I cannot do that all the mm -hmm. time. How'd you get that Ibanez artist? This is uh, comes from our good friend, Cohen. Cohen! Cohen. He's a good guy. For the astute among you who have noticed the slamming drum kit sounds <laughs> in our intro, that's that's our friend Cohen playing those. And he plays guitar, too. He plays a sick 82. 82. 82 artist. Ibanez artist. It's pretty sick. Yep. <laughs> sick. So, post-World War II, uh -huh. we're right. getting towards the 50s now. We got nylon strings. What is a strange thing going on in Japan now? Godzilla movies. Okay. Right. But also okay. lots of lots of Americans there post-war just kind of floating around in Japan. They're bringing their tastes and their predilections with them. Among mm. them... Predilections is a weird word. It kind of is. <laughs> it sounds pervy to me. Maybe. It's got that word dick in it. <laughs> so 1950s, all the Americans are there, and they mm -hmm. bring their musical tastes. They like the rockability. They like the folk, you know, the Woody Guthrie. Rockability? And, uh, rockability. Rockabilly. Um, okay. Yeah, rockability. Okay. Uh, they mm -hmm. like, so they bring all that stuff with them. Those, okay. Those yeah, tastes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's uh, that's all good for our Hoshino family. Okay. Still, though, the market 
worldwide is saturated by the Americans at this point. Now you've got Telecasters. Now you've got you've got Les Fender. Balls, you've got you've Rickenbacker. Got, you've got yep. Gibson. Good luck, dickheads. But, but what are those guys doing? Those guys are making expensive, high-end guitars or like really basic, super beginner guitars. Sure. So nobody's occupying the middle. Oh, okay. So I'm a beginner, mm-hmm. but I don't want a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want to pay out my ass for some high-end model. Right. Where do I go? Right. Hoshino! <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's what they start doing. They start filling that market. A lot of people do. By this point, they just straight up own that Ibanez name. Yeah. So you're starting to see at this point, mm-hmm. and I know you've had some of these, like the Tisco Del Rey's and the yeah, yeah, Silver yeah. Tones yep. and the... Yep, yep. Uh, and the reason all these various names abounded... K... K, all of that, is because they were all made by the same people. Dan Electro. Uh, but the way the business worked back then is, hey, Ed, order a thousand of these guitars. I'll put whatever name you want on it. Sure. Put, sure. I'll put Peterson on it. Oh. Same manufacturer, just it's it's a Peterson. It will arrive to your door with the name Peterson on it. So that filled up that middle void mm-hmm. uh, in the 50s and to some degree the 60s. You could get mm. these things in Sears catalogs. Right, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, and so that worked really well for them. For who? For the Hoshinos and everybody else doing Oh, that. they were making those guitars? Yeah. I I probably blacked out for a little I mean, bit there. They and didn't was make not... all of them. I mean, Hoshino made the ones they made and other companies were. But did they make the, like, the silver tones? Did they make the Tesco's? They made the Tesco's, yeah. What if I called it Tesco's? Uh, tomato, tomato kind of thing? Uh, or am I pre- just wrong? Pre- predilection. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> okay, so they're banging out these low-enders. Yep. Banging yep. out the low-enders. Yeah, and then uh, in the 60s, mm-hmm. guitar is becoming so much more popular because, you know, the rock and roll is happening now. And You've got the Beatles. All this stuff is going on that mm-hmm. even the American market can't keep up with the demand cannot keep up everybody wants a guitar god yep. damn it doesn't matter high middle god damn it yeah. guys high Slow middle low doesn't even matter anymore everybody wants one can't keep them on the shelves so hoshino uh-huh they jump what? in and they're like let's make these wacky things these tiscos let's put okay lots, let's put lots of chrome on them let's put switches let's put yeah. knobs and uh, right, right. And we know that the, they weren't the only ones doing it. For instance, no. Hagstrom. Hagstrom with all their fucking bullshit knobs and switches. Yeah, I mean, a lot right. of people were doing it. Hagstrom was shipping them over and calling them Goya guitars. Oh, for yeah. A while. Yeah, th- those were Hagstroms, just re- okay. rebranded. Okay. Yeah, white labels. Right, right. So, yeah, not bad. Uh, until about Not nine, bad, guys. About 1963. Mm-hmm. Our man uh, who started Hoshino Musical Instrument Company. Yeah. Who had that great idea back in 1908. Yeah. Second gen. Second gen. His name was Yoshitaro. Okay. Uh, What's his deal? Oh, well, he dies. (laughs) Oh, no. 63? Yep. Interesting side note about him. Okay. His wife's name was Tama. Tama, like the drums? Yes. That is where that name comes from. Huh. From his wife? From his wife. His wife's family. No, his wife's name was Tama. One of the things that Hoshino did when they branched out into all these instruments. Oh, no was, shit. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. So if you've ever seen Tama drums, yeah. now, you, now you know. It's the same company that makes Ibanez guitars? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, I'm into that. Okay. 
But in the late 60s? Uh-huh. Oh, man, the shit is going to hell in a handbag. You know why? I could think of reasons in the U.S., but I'm not sure in Japan specifically. Let's just say the guitar market overall. Oh. Quality control goes out the window. Yeah, sure. Post-65 and then, like... The market kind of stalls. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And that middle area occupied by Hagstrom and Hoshino and all of Tama and sure. all that... Yeah. Kind of, kind of falls by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So what's a, what's a fellow to do? Mm. The industry starts bastardizing itself. Okay. For instance, in 1968, Gibson yeah. reissues its own Gibson Les Paul Custom. I was born in 1968. Yeah? Did you yep. have a Gibson Les Paul Custom reissue? Uh, no, not at that point. Um, Why? Robert Kennedy was assassinated. <sighs> Martin Luther King, he was also assassinated. Give me, give me a two banger. There were two of them. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sad. Yeah, sixty sixty eight was a hell of a year. Like if you look back, sixty eight had some had some crazy shit going. Yeah, on. not the least of it, quality control on guitars was going to hell. That's right. And okay. so these companies start reissuing their shit. Okay. And they're popular for some reason. I don't so- know, but LL Cool J was born in nineteen sixty eight. <sighs> That says a lot. Where was he born? Bayshore, Long Island. Well, so with the success of these kind of reissued deals, yeah, there's an opening. Mm. So the Hoshino family is thinking, people like these well-established guitars enough to shell out more money for reissues of them. Let's just start copying them. <laughs> ah, that period. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So they start doing that. They these start fucking guys. Not only that, they say... We are going to actually physically enter the U.S. market. Okay. How are we going to do that? Uh, mm. We need a dude. The fucking balls on these guys. The Hoshinos? The fucking balls on these guys. Oh, the balls on these guys. (laughs) Enter Harry Rosenblum. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Classic, classic Rosenblum. Hoshino approaches him Mm -hmm. and starts negotiating with him. And they reach a settlement in 1972 to partner. Our man Harry becomes Mm -hmm. the president of Ibanez. Uh, It's not called that yet. It's called the Elger Company. E-L-G-E-R. It's a portmanteau, Ed. Oh, yeah? I've been waiting all day to say that. Oh, I love it when you say that. When you combine two words to make a new word? Yeah. Uh, Elger are uh, Harry Rosenblum's kids, Ellen and Gerson. Ugh. Elger. That's great. Gary Coleman was also born in 1968. Really? R.I.P. Gary Coleman. Oh, that's right, yep. Gary. Yeah, I know. Man. Years, year, a few years ago, right? I think so. I uh, went to a car show and uh, met Todd Bridges. I thought you were going to say Gary Coleman was oh, that like would have been really cool, chilling but it, step stools or something. It was, it was pre him going to jail and subsequently getting out of jail uh-huh. and becoming like a Pastor, I think, right? Okay, fine. So they're in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania doing this. Pennsylvania. Ibanez, Pennsylvania. I yeah, let's just say Ibanez, Pennsylvania. Okay. It's halfway between New York City and Philadelphia. Okay. Lots uh, of lots of trains, lots of highways, great distribution center. Uh, okay. Now what are they gonna do, Ed? It's nineteen seventy two. Ibanez is in America. Okay. Harry Rosenblum is at the helm. Yeah. The guitars are coming in. Uh-huh. They're copying Les Pauls. They're copying Fenders. They're copying everybody. That is fucking the, again, again, can I just say it? The fucking balls on these guys. They made straight up, like, 
clones of those guitars. But here's the thing. What? He, what? So you can buy these things. Yeah. But turns out they yeah. are amazing. Our Hoshino family. Yeah. They are passionate about one thing. Mm, books. It's gotta be quality. Books. Well, books too, sure. Yeah. Or maybe they're two bi- things. Maybe they're bitter about the books. I don't right. know. But well, yeah, I don't know. Gotta have quality. That's why there's uh-huh. like a, a market for used lawsuit era guitars. Right. Suffice it to say, people like Gibson and Fender are starting to notice. Wait a minute, these cats yeah. are making guitars that look like ours, but they kind of play better. Yeah. Well, this is kind of pissing us off. We're in '72. '72. My wife was born in 1972. What? Hey, spoiler. So, <laughs> what do they need? Uh, I don't know. They, they need. They got the location. Okay. They've got the guitars. Yep. They've got the price point. Uh, they've got the distribution. Okay. You ever hear of Brownsville Station, Ed? I don't know. Smoking in the boys' room. Uh, maybe. Guitar on that uh, was written on an Ibanez. One okay. Of the, one of the early endorsers of the Ibanez. Uh huh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's that's Ivanez right there. And the hits don't stop coming. (laughs) No. I I know, Ed, that you are you're pretty into the Grateful Dead. No. Yeah. I hate them. Bob Weir. Mm Mm-hmm. Grateful Dead guitar player. Yeah. Those Uh, guys play some fucking crazy guitars. They were all about the Ibanez. Bob Weir says, "Well, can I customize it? Can I tell you what I want, and you'll build it?" And of course, they said. Sure. Sure. And uh, so there's an album called Blues for Allah. Com- okay. Comes out in 1975. Uh-huh. Whole thing is played by Weir on a, an Ibanez. Okay. Yep. Ugh. All right. Ugh. <laughs> I just... Ugh. Yeah. I see you, I see you bobbing your head. <laughs> I just, you know, like this sounds like every goddamn Grateful Dead song. I hate it. But people love it. They do. They do. Fucking smoke that dope. And just, it, and ugh. so they're so they're doing this mm-hmm. for bands. They start realizing, wow, these guys are asking us to make custom instruments, make instruments that look different for them because mm-hmm. they want them tweaked. Right. Maybe we don't really need to make copies anymore. Mm-hmm. So they start leaning more in that direction of making their own original designs. Oh, okay. Fuck you, Gibson. That's right. Oh, my God. I knew you would love that. So they're they're thinking, we're going to make this far out fucking guitar that looks like nothing else ever made. Mm-hmm. You know about the, the Iceman? Oh. They make that specifically for Paul Stanley. Yeah. Paul Stanley wow. says, I want something that looks like this. Paul Stanley even did some drawings for them. Really? It's like, try this, try this, try this. How about this? Try I mean, this. I, I think that guitar is super cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is, it is, yeah. That's 77. That's great. And so, uh, Paul played that on a lot of stuff. Yep. Okay. That's, All right. That's pretty good. All huh? right, Paul. This is pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny that music of that era, it just, to me, it's just like generic rock. But then uh, they've really hit the pay dirt. You know, who yeah. they, you know who they sign on board? Steve Miller. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, Steve Miller Band. Yeah, and Steve Miller is on the record as saying that Ibanez was the first company that took him seriously as an artist. So he's got a lot of love for for Ibanez. That's great. And so all the songs we all probably know uh, were recorded on an Ibanez artist, just like the one. Oh, no kidding. Just like the one I'm holding here in my hand. Just like this guy. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That you was know, me playing along with that, that is maybe uh, uh, not what I would say is my jam. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I love that stuff. Like, it would never be my go-to music, but the second... The, the second that song started, like, I actually just kind of smiled. Like, it's yeah. great. It's great. You know? Maybe I, maybe I need to listen to more Steve Miller. Uh, Wait. What? I don't know the answer to this. What? And I'm kind of afraid to ask. I think you're safe. Steve Miller's still around. Yes! Yeah. My guy. Yeah. Oh, is he still doing stuff? Yeah, he's still playing. He's, he's still one, doing stuff. One, one of the elder statesmen. Oh, great. Yeah, man. Great. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. This so podcast bad. is looking up. It's pretty good, <laughs> We're huh? looking up. The, yeah. And so that's a whirlwind tour up until the time that this guitar is made. You know, I talked to Cohen. Did he buy that new? No. Oh, he didn't. He bought it used from like, uh, some drugged out dude that needed dough. I, I'm not a real flashy boy. I'm not into it. I, I hear you. And that guitar, it's got that like flame top kind of that finish yeah, on it. Yeah, this, and, is, uh, uh, this is the cherry sunburst finish. Yeah, it also man. came in polar white. Yeah. Uh, that is, it is really pretty. And that was like a mid-level. I wonder what those things went for new. At this point, between 79 and 84, they mm-hmm. had three kinds. Okay. So this one has dot inlays. Okay, yeah. They had, they had ones that had fancier abalone inlays. Yeah. Abalone? Uh, abalone. Abalone. Abalone, yeah. Uh, abalone. Okay. So the fancier the appointments, then mm-hmm. you would be paying more. Right, sure. This one just sounds great. So yeah, our man Steve Miller, right? Kiss, Steve Miller, Kiss, yeah, all, all those dudes. At this point, uh, it's known that not only are Ibanez's well made and the attention to detail and quality control is fantastic, but now they are innovative because they're making their own designs, right. yep. and it's being validated in the hands of great players. Ace Freely. Yeah. For example. Well, what happened there? They kicked that guy out of the band? There's yeah, but I bad think he's, blood, right? he's, like, he, he's back in it now. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think Ace is... No, no Peter Chris, though. The cat? They're not letting the cat back in. Uh, cat's out know. of the bag, I man. Think, <laughs> I think Gene is not having it. Gene... I think he's a douche. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's a that's a that's just statement of fact, I yeah, think. Yeah, that one. I, I mean, that's... Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. So eighty two. So we've got the Commodore sixty four. Oh, came out in nineteen eighty two. Yeah. Did you know that the Commodore sixty four is the best selling individual computer ever made? Where was it made? In Commodore California. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not Ibanez Japan. No, oh, no. Okay, well, the success of this, yeah, 
goes on to wax upon itself. They come up with new designs left and right. ABBA played their last live appearance in 1982. <sighs> until the until much later. Did you? <laughs> yes. yes. I know why. Uh, did that guy's brain thing happen then? No. Oh, okay. Ibanez yeah. approaches yeah. ABBA uh-huh. and says, Hey, ABBA, can we make you a guitar? No, they don't. Yes, they do. <laughs> this is true. ABBA says, why, certainly. Sure. So why? They, they make them uh-huh. a guitar. They oh, make... this is great. The the Ibanez designed for ABBA. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. So whatever happened to that, that guitar? I don't know. Nobody knows. What? But there is a rumor. Yeah. Oh, really? So, so ABBA goes into the studio and records with that guitar. Okay. In the same studio uh-huh. is another famous musician recording oh. in another room. He okay. hears it. Yeah. And rumor has it, he absconded with ABBA's guitar. Who's the dude? Jimmy Page. <laughs> the rumor is the the rumor is Jimmy Page was in another part of the studio. Wow, what's that sound? Goes in there. Hey, Abba, what you got there? Oh, hey, we got this guitar made for us. Play it. <laughs> Very good. And uh, wow, can I try it? Yeah, sure, try it out. Wow, that's great. Thanks. Okay, bye. And then maybe Abba says, "Oh, you know, we need a coffee break." And they they go out to have fika. They come back and that thing's not there. <laughs> Does that mean go poop? No, that's have co- fika. Coffee break. Allegedly, uh, Jimmy Page stole, stole Abba's Ibanez guitar in 1982. The there, year the Commodore 64 came out. Thereabouts, yes. Thereabouts. Okay. Can you, can you believe that shit? I don't know. I feel like if we went back and fact-checked half the shit that was said in these last few episodes, I, I don't know. So, I mean, sure. It, yeah. Uh, it's gospel. Well, I take it all as gospel. I, I think so, too. So, they're doing that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then we get outside the scope of these uh, more kind of solid-looking traditional things like the gem and yeah 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 and the road star right. and the art star yeah and the 80s forward they're shredder they're all stevie vi they're all yeah i don't know et came out in 1980 the, the little it's... glowing finger always freaked me out it was like the little glowing dildo <laughs> alien finger yeah that freaks you out huh yeah. not so much anymore you know i've learned a thing yeah philip k dick died in 1982 did he yep <sighs> yep, John Belushi died in 1982. Oh man, Anne Rand died in 1982. I'm not playing the sound. No, fuck no. that. I'm not playing the sound. Fuck that. But you know who else did? Who? Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 1982. Okay. Isn't that crazy? <sighs> yeah. 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 So the gems and the art stars and and by the way, you know, like road star, art star, mm-hmm. all these kinds of things. Yeah. Hoshino? Yeah. Uh, the loose translation of that? Mm-hmm. Starfield. Mm. Do they still own Ibanez, that family? I believe they Is do. It? Yeah. Mm. I believe so. You believe so. I believe so. Allegedly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and are they still made in Japan? I think they've gone overseas from Japan. I think there's some Korea, China, China, Korea happening. But there are limited or special series that are still made in Japan. Yeah. They would cost more. Because you can can now get a real shitty Ibanez. Hey, like everybody wins. Yep. Shitty guitars. Yep. 
Uh, so yeah, then the Weedly Weedly happens. I really want to get my hands on a gem. I really want one of the '90s like neon the, yellow. Yeah, yeah, with, with the, the orange like, knobs. Yeah, or the like green with the pink, and <sighs> those things are killer. There, there is a huge market for those vintage guitars. They're like you know three, four grand. They're, they're, those gems i know how do you and, put a how do you put a dollar value on especially considering i just want it like for irony how do you put a dollar value on irony it's very difficult let's keep yeah. an eye out for a gem and we'll do an episode on the weedly weedly ivan as part two yeah yeah i would love it and those are those are stevie vi is that gem right yeah. what are you doing over there Doing some, yeah, you're a real Stevie a, Vi yeah, over that's there. My, that's about as weedly as it's ever going to get. Yeah, that's great. Yep, yep. That's great. Do you know more about Ibanez now than you did going into this, Ed? I feel like I do. I feel like we took a detour from Spain, which was very unexpected for me. Dark days in Spain. Yeah. Are so, we uh, Are we going to, you know, shut this thing down? Uh, we could shut it down. What, you got more? No. Uh, how can people get a hold of us, Ed? Oh, man, they could go to thehighgain.com. They could email us at uh, thehighgainpod at gmail.com. You could also go to The High Gain on Instagram. Yeah, you could go to The High Gain on Facebook. You could subscribe on iTunes. You could go to Stitcher. You could. You could go to Google Play. Oh, my God. Uh, We're everywhere. The world is your oyster, guys. Yeah. You could buy a T-shirt. Oh, that's right, thehighgain.com. Yeah, go buy a t-shirt. You could take that t-shirt, tie it up in a knot. Just cut it and just wear like kind of a midriff thing going on. Yeah. 